Roach, Roach Coach. Podcast. Hot all day, every It's the Roach Coach. Podcast. All day, all day, every day. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Roach Coach Podcast, the journey to create the new metal canon. My name is Lauren Kozlowski. With me, as always, the original Roach Rider, Mr. Matt Nas. Keep it rolling, baby. There we go. Ladies and gentlemen, back with you, back for another episode of Roach Coach. This week, we're talking all about who's tweeting. Who's tweeting? That's right. We're going over your feedback, your questions, your queries, your recommendations. Some call them roach recommendations. We're going to get to all that this week. Maybe some lists. You never know. Love a Actually, list. Actually, we love a list. And what perfect way to kick it off by asking, who's listing? Who's listing? We got sent this list. It's from, I think, Matt, this is one of your top 25 websites, whatculture.com. Oh, classic what culture. Love me some what culture. If you're wondering, what does what culture cover? What Music? does it cover? Yeah. Film. Oh, WWE. Of course. TV. I would hope so. Gaming. All right. Comics. Read those comics. And offbeat. Mm. It's offbeat like, um, you know, weirdos. <laughs> yeah. Just a whole section of just fucking weirdos. Like just, this. Like this. <laughs> really judgy weirdo shit. You go to the offbeat section of whatculture.com and it's just it's the it's the daily check this shit out. <laughs> Look at this fucking guy. <laughs> it's nothing but guys wearing the pants <laughs> where they draw <laughs> the face on their body and it, the lips around their belly button and they have a big top hat and it just looks like they're whistling through their belly button. Oh, Class- it's just classic classic weirdo shit. Classic weirdo shit, classic offbeat stuff. Oh, just so a little, offbeat. Hey, a just little, a little twisted? A little twisted, a little weird, a little unusual. Just something that makes you go, hmm? Mm. So the so the boys and girls at whatculture.com asked a question that we love to hear asked. What are the 10 most underrated new metal albums? Oh, man. 10. Most 10 underrated new metal albums. Number 10, The Workhorse Movement, Sons of the Pioneers. Wow. Okay, starting off hot with, uh, huh? How can we have done this show for so long and I have no idea who The Workhorse Movement is? When I saw this, I was blown away because I'd never heard of this. It was so unusual and so weird that I was like, am I in the right section of whatculture.com or am I in the offbeat section? Because this is weird. This is unusual. So, yeah, I never heard of these guys. So I said, who the fuck is the Workhorse Movement? This is what they had to say. They bursting onto the scene in 2000. The Workhorse Movement wowed listeners with their diverse hybrid sound. Blending new metal conventions with funk, rap, and groove metal, the group put together a thrilling, nuanced sound. In the UK, they gained a surprise explosion in traction, garnering acclaim in the beginnings of a cult following. I think our answer is right there, Matt. These were some British boys. Or if they weren't British, the Brits were into them. But us old Yankees? Us dang Yanks. We weren't we weren't there for it. Two thousand? What were two thousand? You're talking about the thick of it. That's what were we prime. into? We're talking about 
Papa Roach. We're talking about Mudvayne. Limp Bizkit. Limp Bizkit. We're talking about the sickness is going on in 2000. Workhorse movement? Keep on working. We haven't heard of you. But according to whatculture.com, one of Matt Naz's top 25 websites. Of all time. These guys were giving us rollicking, genre-blending tracks like Live in Evil and Keep the Sabbath Dream Alive. I'm going to play a little right now. Let's, Just, let's hear it. You ready? I'm ready. Let's fucking, hear it. Hold on to that hat because we're about to okay. blow it the fuck off. Let's do this it. This is some weirdo shit. Weirdo fucking weirdo shit. Check it out. This is Keep the Sabbath Dream Alive. So, Matt, do you mm-hmm. think the reason that the workhorse movement did not catch on in America is that America said, we've already got the Step Kings, we're all set? It's possible. I mean, um, but the thing yeah. is, yeah, I can see this going over in in the UK, because this is a little rowdy boy. It's oh, a little boy. rowdy. These guys are talking about getting up to some mischief getting up to some trouble but they seem based off this song they don't seem rowdy enough for us old americans you know the people that i'm just going to point out started the revolutionary war that's on us we instigated that and maybe the workhorse movement just not uh not 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 rowdy enough not rowdy enough maybe not rowdy enough i mean I think when going back to my references there, Papa Roach, Disturbed, Mudvayne, these are the big debuts of 2000 in the new metal world. What do those three have in common, Matt? Hmm. Do you know the common denominator there? What's that? They're deranged, Matt. Last resort. This guy's about to. About to break. This guy's about to lose his mind. What's going on with Mudvayne? Dig? Dun, 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 un- unhinged. What's going on with the Disturbed? They're infected with a disease. And they're dropping plates. Workhorse movement? They're just like, I guess we're just going to smoke some weed and get up to some mischief. Not crazy enough. But for a list of 10 underrated albums, certainly never fucking heard of these guys. So right. I guess... Underrated. Mission accomplished. You did it, boys. Number nine, Chimera, pass out of existence. There's been a Chimera push over here. Uh, well, we've done two Chimera records on the show. Correct. 
and this was one of them, and this record's great, and so, sure, I, I, I would probably sit with it. It's probably a bit underrated. Matt, number eight. Fear Factory, Digimortal. I mean... Uh, you know what? It's a beautiful record. I think it's definitely underrated, not just in the new metal canon, but in the Fear Factory canon, because everybody talks about Obsolete and says it falls off after that. I'm like, Digimortal, it's got a little song called Lynchpin. Maybe you've heard of it. Maybe you fucking heard of it. All right. Good choice there. And also, it's got Back the Fuck Up on it. Classic. Real. Fucking classic. Wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Number seven, Blood Simple, A Cruel World. There we go. We've done this one on the show. Yes, we have. Um, and Matt, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I don't remember anything about oh, it. Oh, come on. Was yeah. it good? <laughs> I don't remember. You don't, rem- you don't remember don't... Straight Hate? Is that, is that for this one? Okay. Yes. All right. Straight Hate. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. I remember, I remember Straight Hate. Okay. Yes. I'm back on it. I'm sorry, Matt. Just... Listen, once I hear about this offbeat section of whatculture.com, fucking weirdos. <laughs> I'm just like, my brain's like forgetting things. Oh, Maybe just, I'm a fucking weirdo. Just fucking people putting sheets over people's butts and then recording it until they fart so that the sheet moves. Fucking weirdo shit, man. Weirdo shit, man. Oh. All right. <laughs> what am I looking at on the? I don't. What kind of weird? Oh man. Well, that's the thing. What culture is one of my favorite websites all time. Top twenty-five. I'm there top twenty-five. In the offbeat, looking at that weirdo shit. You can't help yourself, Matt. You're just drawn to it. Why? Why uh, would I help yeah. myself when yeah. I can help myself to some weirdo, <laughs> weirdo shit? Oh uh, shit! Number six, five point oh, untitled. Huh. I I know that 5.0, you know, let me run over to the old long list. And right. Let me just see if, if if the boys in 5.0 are on this list. Because I thought they were. Okay. Um, not under the numbers. Let, 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 let me go to the letter F. They are. The, yes, not only are they on the long list, Matt, but I don't want to blow your mind. It According to the long list, I own this. <laughs> I'm not so super shocked. I own this, and it says that it was a recommendation of one discography discussion host, Daniel Terry. So, well, you want to hear some? Yeah, let's check it out. Okay, well, I'll play there. This is double X minus. Uh, this is the most played on Spotify, even though Purity O One is what uh, what culture is suggesting. But who knows? <laughs> This is what we do here on this show. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This is what we do. This yeah, is what this, we do. 
this is this is what we do. We do weirdo shit, and we, we listen to this. Shit. That's right. Okay, so this one, um, I mean, I, I don't, I can't say whether or not it's underrated for sure, but I can say that that song, I definitely want to hear more. That is, it's what we do here. It's what we do here. The way, here's the thing. If you go to whatculture.com, you're going to find some offbeat stuff, some weirdo stuff. That's what they do. What we do is listen to songs like that. That's that, what we that do. That is 100%. That's us. Um, so, all right. Good work. And Daniel Terry, your recommendation continues to float. Number five, Sepultura Nation. Now, we've never gotten here before because after the first record with um, Derek, we we cut bait because it was kind of a hardcore record mm-hmm. and we were like i don't think there's any news so to hear this i mean that is interesting that is an inter- interesting push they're making the case that um this sees the groove icons of sepultura fully embrace the new metal craze at the tail end of its peak and while Nation reaching the power of Roots is debatable, it did reveal Green's true potential, boasting a selection of furious, headbanging anthems. The high-energy effort benefits from the group's openness to new metal stylings. The blend of their more death and groove-friendly sound with hardcore and metalcore jazzes up the predictably hot-tempered meditations on rebellion and oppression. Also, it has three intriguing collaborations. Now, this is whatculture.com. These people hang out with fucking weirdos and freaks. So if they're saying this is intriguing, I can only imagine. I mean, here we go. Here we go. Here's some of that offbeat shit that you can expect from what culture. Trending, number one, is nine deadly fashion trends that actually killed people. What? Yeah. Can you? It has some weirdo shit. That's some fucking weirdo uh, shit. Here you go. Number two, seven Harry Potter characters sorted into the wrong Hogwarts class or house. Matt, Sorry. Matt, that's some that's some fucking crazy weirdo shit. You, what you gonna put? What, you gonna put Hermione in fucking Hufflepuff? That's that's insane. Did I say that right? Is it Hufflepuff or Hufflepuff? Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. That yeah. makes more sense. Yeah. Yeah. It sounded like you yeah. said Hufflepuff, and that sounds great. Oh, shit. Some weirdo stuff. Ten careless mistakes that got serial killers caught. Serial killers shit. are the ultimate weirdos. They're the ultimate top tier of the weirdos, man. <laughs> oh, man. Whatculture.com. I know it's why it's in your top 25, Matt. Um, okay. Next record. Oh, here we go. We are going to be looking at Project 86, Truthless Heroes. Now, we did a Project 86 <gasps> record on this show before. And I recall it being okay. It certainly didn't really grab us enough to do another one. I know these boys are very big in the, uh, the Christian rock world. Um, let me just let me just look at the old long list and see if uh, if Project eighty six was even recommended after that. You know what? Once again, 
I own this, and according <laughs> to my notes, Daniel Terry gave it to me as a gift. So, did, Some... da- did, Daniel, did Daniel Terry write this list? <laughs> <laughs> Is Daniel Terry hanging out with the fucking weirdos over at What Culture? <laughs> I don't want to presume he, anything. He wrote a list in it to remind us to do yes. The only way these motherfuckers are going to do these my recommendations. I, I handed Lauren a fucking CD. How much more do I got to do? How, Joe's how probably long? like, he's like, dude, go to whatculture.com, sign up to be a writer. It's in the tabs up top. Right after quizzes, this is right for us. Join them. Create a list. Have someone send it to them. They'll read it on a who's tweeting, realize the mistakes they've made, and then immediately do the episodes. Realize the mistakes they've made. <laughs> That's us sitting here realizing the mistakes that we've made. That's every episode. We're just like, we fucking blew it. We fucking, we fucking blew, blew it, it, guys. We fucking blew it. Um, next up, we've got Nothing Face Skeletons. Hmm. We haven't done um, skeletons, I don't think. I think that's the last record, and that I think is the one we haven't done because I know we did violence, and that record I recall was all screams. That was just screams, top to bottom, front to back. All screams. Give me all your screams. Give me all your screams. Uh, so yeah, this one once again, not one I've really um heard too much about. So I guess it would be considered underrated. Number two, Matt. Here we go. Machine Head, The Burning Red. The I love this record. album I did not do with you all. That's right. That's right. You did not get to, to listen to Machine Head, The Burning Red with us because you were in Hawaii with that your is correct. wife. That is correct. What a choice. You could have been listening to The Burning Red. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. You How dare I have it. One of the top vacations of my entire life. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, I agree. Underrated, incredible record. Love it a lot. And uh, from this day, from this, the thing with that album, Matt, is that I had to fight to get from this day into the canon. But I got it in. I got it in. Good for you. Thank you. Number one, most underrated new metal albums. Minus driver structure of simplicity. Okay. I'll take I'll I'll play. All right. Man. I've never I, heard of this band. Okay, so all I have on the long list, I have the name minus driver, but there's no album attached. So somebody must have said something one time about like you guys should do minus driver, but didn't give us an album. We've got an album, it's called Structure of Simplicity. And uh, I'm gonna read this first thing that they say here. While they never really went anywhere, the frequently renamed Minus Driver displayed mountainous potential with their first and last LP. We've heard about bands with potential before, Matt. Oh, yeah. This this band's got mountainous potential. A potential level I've never considered or thought of before. Feels a little offbeat to me, I'm just going to be honest. Feels this like fucking is weird. some fucking weirdo shit? Weirdo shit. Uh, I'm going to play Structure of Simplicity because literally never heard this band. Let's see. Let's do it. Let's do it. Oh, damn. It's the full album, guys. This is the oh, whole are, thing. Are we listening to the whole album? Yeah. The next okay. 43 minutes, 29 seconds Let's are do dedicated just to listening 
We're gonna right now. We're hashed it out. You and me, <laughs> Lauren. Let's do it. Never Fuck heard this it. record before. It's four twenty. I know you're blazed up. Oh um, my gosh. Little little peek behind the curtain. We recorded this on April twentieth. Old four twenty. Because Old Lauren was like, "Hey, I'm telling you what, I got a bag of buds, and it ain't the beer. You know what I mean?" And I'm like, um, "I know what you mean, Senior Green." And then he just puff, puff, puffed away. That's right. I'm I'm floating on a cloud, and it ain't a cumulus. All right. Here's uh, I'm gonna see what it says. It's minus driver, structure of simplicity. One comment on this album. Uh, I was a regular in the forums for the Minus website back in the Y2K years. Jordan, the singer's nickname is Jordy, and he hated uh, people telling him that his band sounded like Deftones. He totally disagreed. Maybe he never has listened to Deftones. (laughs) Because... (laughs) Has he listened to his own band? Uh, Like... What did he think that he's this guy? This guy just walks in. He's like major yeah, influences ourselves. <laughs> like, what listen, the fuck? Listen, we're we're gonna make a song. It's gonna sound like nothing you ever heard before. It sounds a little like Deftones. I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like what is? Yes, you sound like Deftones. Jordy, incredible nickname. <laughs> <laughs> wow, wow. Really? Is he on the offbeat? Section he's, of what culture? Listen, when he's got a nickname as crazy and weird as Jordy, shortened from Jordan, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I can hang with someone that off kilter, <laughs> off beat. What a oh, man, wackadoo Johnson over there! Wow, wow. Well, you know what though? I thought that ripped, and um, I enjoyed it a lot. They're on the long list now. We have an album to go with the name, and uh, thank you so much for. Um, for whoever sent us this list, I'm assuming it's Daniel Terry. According to this, it was written by someone named John Cunningham. Likely. We story. all know. We all know. We all know. We all know. We all know. Moving on, Matt. Uh, we got a special one for you here. Who's in those DMs? Who's sliding up in? 
Timothy John Henderson sent us a message. He says, I gotta slide up the DMs to say this. Matt revealing that he's never listened to The Fragile made my mouth drop, and I'm shocked I didn't ram into the vehicle in front of me. Incredible moment for the podcast. And he just dropped that bomb on us all so nonchalantly. Wild stuff. Wild stuff. Matt, I have talked about this with many people people that have not listened to the show people that didn't even know i was i was at a i was at a birthday party child's birthday party and ended up talking about the podcast with somebody and then we were just talking about bands and i said do you like nine inch nails and the guy's like yeah a little bit and i was like my buddy's never heard the fragile and he's like but he saw nine inch nails on the downward spiral tour and he's like wait what like strangers in the street matt that's where i'm at now i'm pulling strangers aside going one of my good friends has never heard the fragile I'm a fucking dude. I'm a weirdo. Okay, you're a fucking weirdo. I'm I'm in the <laughs> offbeat section <laughs> of really my are. top twenty-five website. What culture? <laughs> there is nothing more offbeat than deciding not to listen to the franchise after seeing Nine Inch Nails alive. Ah! You know, the, here's the thing. I'm I am a weirdo. I I am fully mm. embracing that that choice makes literally no sense. And uh, yeah. And at this point, I'm probably sticking to it for a while longer. I mean, uh, I guess. I mean, at this point, you'd be weird not to. Here's the weird thing: I might even have a copy of the French. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking lose my mind right now. You got a copy? I've never listened to it. Is it still in the plastic? Is it still in the goddamn? No, plastic? I think I bought a used copy. I listened to one <laughs> song and I took it out. I was like, nah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Put on the first song of the fragile went. Mm. <laughs> you know, you know, it's like it's like that kid who was way into arcade fire and then like put 10 years on himself and he's like, Yeah, what was I doing? <laughs> oh my god. Does does Catherine know you've never heard the fragile? <laughs> You're presupposing that Catherine's heard the fragile. Which actually she might have. That would be the <laughs> one. That would be the one. That would be the one. I'm finding she, like, this out. I'm finding this out. The next time I see her, I'm going to She's going to be like, Pretty Catherine. Hate Machine, never heard it. Broken Fix, never heard it. Dower Spiral, never heard it. The Fragile, oh yeah, one of my top industrial albums of all time. She, she's like, uh, yeah, I put on I put on somewhat damaged all the time just to, you know, when I'm doing my, doing my jogs. I mean, here's the thing. I know you've heard other songs from it, Matt, because I know that you have definitely watched the trailer to the movie 300. That's true. And that's got that's got some prime fragile action going on in there. So yeah, we are still reeling over here at the Road Twitch Podcast from Matt's uh, reveal, and we will continue to bring you updates on Matt not listening to this incredible album. Matt, we got to talk about who's emailing. Who's emailing? So we did on a recent episode. We were talking about Limp Bizkit album rankings. Oh yeah, and everybody got in those emails. And, uh, well, Matt, this email from Lissandro, the subject line says it all. Subject, I want in on the biscuit rating. Hello. Hello. We would read that email all day and all night. Absolutely. Pulled up. Just heard the new Who's Tweeting episode. Great as always. Thank you. Fucking A. Thank you. There was a ranking of Limp Biscuit albums. I want in on this. So mine will be a bit different than Lauren's and the person who wrote in, or the person who wrote in, um, which is great that we all have different opinions on them. So best to worst for me. Okay, best to worst. I like it. Do we want to trade off on this? 
Let's trade off. Okay. Number one, $3 bill, y'all. Still a classic. I listen to it a few times a year, and there's something fresh and raw about it that doesn't go away for me. Love it. Okay. Number two, significant other. Man, this one came out in the summer of 99, and I remember I heard it every day for like three months. Classic also. Hear it still a few times a year. Number three, chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. I remember getting this one three days earlier than release. Ooh, broken, breaking Ooh. that street date at a record mm. store by my house here in Miami. Closed down by now for breaking street date. Street dates. <laughs> totally worth paying $18 <laughs> to get it early. Loved it then and now. All timer, but like the first two better. But I like the, oh, okay, but I like the first two better. Number four, it's a tie, Matt. Holy shit. I didn't know that was allowed, but here it is. He's got a tie, Gold Cobra, and still sucks. He said, yeah, seems unfair. Gold Cobra is too long and still sucks is too short. Love both, but I feel if you trim Gold Cobra to like 11 tracks, it might have the edge. I have the special edition with 17 tracks. Listen, Sandro, I love your list. But there's a lot of bragging going on here. You got Chocolate Starfish three days earlier than the rest of us. Okay, fine enough. Breaking street date. Although notice the store went out of business now. Karma. But now you're telling me that you have the deluxe edition with the 17 tracks that I have tried to hunt down for a decade? Wait. Wow. You've literally tried to hunt that down for a decade? Yeah, Matt. I can't find it. Well, you should have told me. This is the shit I like to do. <laughs> Matt. I am on eBay. I am looking around. No one had it. No one had it. Now I know Lissandro had it in Miami. Picked Living up dream life down there. Picked up earlier than Street Date. Probably. Probably. Anyway, I don't know why I'm mad about this. But, ah! <laughs> Number five. <laughs> Results may vary. You know when it came out, I was mad at it. With time, I've grown to like a lot of the tracks. It's not perfect, and it's the one album where I skip multiple tracks. Overall, I actually like the slow tracks better than the heavy ones on this one. Yes, I do like a lot what you might call butt rock. LOL. I, you know, hey, man. Uh, I love Alice in Chains and Cold. Listen, I also love Alice in Chains. I don't love Cold, but I love Alice in Chains. I, I finally, now here's one. I've been listening to Alice in Chains by Alice in Chains for years and years and years, but I'd never owned a physical copy until like two weeks ago. Wow. Yes. When I was in Cincinnati, I was at a record store. They had a fresh copy. And I said, the price was right. It was like $8 brand new. And I was like, now's the time. I got I finally got to get this. I've had burned copies. I borrowed my buddy Anthony's copy for, I don't know, like months at a time. He'd be like, can I get that back, please? I was like, my bad. Then I borrowed again. So I've been living on, I've been living on favors. I've been living on, you know, the kindness of others. It was finally time for me to get in there. So I got my own physical copy. So there you go. Uh, and finally, number six, The Unquestionable Truth. Yes, The Truth is a badass song, and I enjoy the record, but overall, it's just not my favorite. I get it. There you go. And uh, do you want me to just finish this up? Sure thing. <laughs> he says, thanks, guys. Matt, keep on rolling, baby. Keep it rolling, baby. And then he has a PS. Lauren, I'm almost done with the Columbine book. 
Oh, God, I remember when you recommended that. Yes, crazy stuff, very engaging, good recommend, but I have to watch a comedy after every read to get it off my mind, scary stuff, and sad. This is true. It is scary, and it is sad. I bought it for my mother, and she said, why did you buy me this book? And I was like, it's great. And then she called me, and she's like, this is a great book. It's also very sad. Why did you buy me this book? And I was like, because I'm a son who likes to have his mother reading good books. We got an email from Luke DeMoss. Ooh, Luke. Subject, my opinions that no one really asked for. All right. Just finished listening to episode 303, and it was a blast as always. However, I do have some thoughts on a few of the topics you guys discussed and wanted to join in. First, Jonathan Davis says he regrets all in the family because of the lyrics. I agree, they are not very PC. However, I wonder how he feels about the song K at hashtag star uh, percentage exclamation point from life is peachy granted that one is vulgar for comedic value versus a rap battle hurling insults but i venture to say it's a little worse in the lyrical department fair enough second limp biscuits albums ranked oh here we go here we go Remember buying three dollar billy all the day it came out i've unironically loved limp biscuit through the ups and downs and here's how i'd rank them from worst to best oh completely different lineup here all right matt you want to trade off again here we go all right Number seven, results may vary. I actually probably like this record more than most, but it is by far the weakest of the group, especially a Fred Dur- essentially a Fred Durst solo record. No Wes, no Bueno. That's how I feel. Number six, Unquestionable Truth. The Truth is easily top five favorite Limp Bizkit songs of all time, but with only seven songs, it's just too short. I respect that. All right. Number five, Still Sucks. I like this record a lot, and for as short as it is, it really showcases a little bit of everything that makes LB great. I like the self-referential moments, and I think we need to talk some more about the riff drop and out-of-style winky emoji. Matt, the fucking riff on out-of-style. Can we talk about it for a second? Talk about how that just comes in? It's It's so good. It's so good. What do you think? What do you think the reaction was the first time Wes played it for Fred? Do you think he said, This is sick? This is ill. This is dope. Oh shit. This is I'll dope. Run to you again. I'm gonna this, go is dope. This, is, this is dope. This is dope. This is dope. Okay, Matt, you're saying this is dope. I am thinking, I'm also leaning towards dope, but there is a possibility that he went this is sick 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 is in contention that's it's in contention but i think ultimately he's like yeah this is this is dope this is dope number format gold cobra this one has some killer tracks but as a whole just falls a little behind their classics Number three, Chocolate Starfish. You guys summed it up perfectly. It's got great songs. It's polished as hell and sounds great, but it just doesn't quite hit as hard in some parts. Number two, $3 bill, y'all. I love this record for how raw and ugly it gets. Parts are out of tune. Some of the vocals are out of key, and that adds charm. The most unrestrained and raw LB ever was. It's certainly aggressive. Mm, love to see it number one significant other this album was the perfect mesh of the rawness of three dollar bill and the glossy sheen of starfish it's heavy it's catchy it's fun it's dramatic one of the greatest new metal records of all time wow wow wow, wow. wow. 
last put together the best new metal band lineup. I'd forgotten about this. That's right. Me and my friends were just having the same conversation, so I wanted to share the lineup I came up with. Caveat, I actually had a slightly different lineup, but I decided to only use artists who were still alive. Okay. So this is creating, if you don't remember, creating the ultimate new metal lineup. You can only do one member from a band unless you can make the argument that they are an inseparable duo and have to move together as a unit. So, on vocals, Jacoby Shaddix, Papa Roach, you can do a little bit of everything. Rap, sing, scream. Those are the most important things a vocalist can do. Guitar, West Borland and Biscuit. No explanation needed. If he's not already on the genius list, add him right now. Ooh, a nomination. Is Wes on the genius list? Ah, Matt, let me pull up genius list i don't think he is all right we haven't talked about this in a while here's the genius list otep genius cornelius brandon boyd oh genius draymond genius burton c bell mad genius self-proclaimed genius okay self-proclaimed genius somebody's a mad genius <laughs> oh we're getting there we're getting there don't worry the rift to check you by From Zero. Genius. Pure pure catchy genius. Okay. Okay, now, Matt. Corey Taylor. Mad genius. There it is. Fred Durst, genius and superior songwriter. All of System of a Down. Serge, Darren, Chavo, John. Nightmare by Drake Logic. Scooter, who is a wedding genius. That's true. Sweet Mitchell. Rob Zombie, he's Master of Mystery, Deftones, Pure Genius, Jay-Z, and the Poppy Meet and Greet. Oh, yeah. That, that is the current. Yeah, that was genius. So those are the current. So now we have Wes being put here. I will put him on the pending list. So this is who's on the pending list right now, Matt. I don't know if you knew that the genius list had a pending uh, part of it. Pending is Finger 11, Kane Hill, Rob Flynn and Charles Mansion. So um, <laughs> those that's who's pending currently. So I will add Wes to the pending list because um, we will need to check in with Jenny before you know we can properly add him to it. And um, just so everyone knows, the people who were denied Genius List access, Shifty and Epic. Uh, were denied by Jenny. Daryl Palumbo was denied by all of us. Aaron Lewis was denied by Jenny and Matt, although I would also deny him now. And uh, Mike Shinoda was also denied uh, by Jenny and Matt. Uh, so there's your genius list update. Wow. Yeah. Going back into Luke's list. Bass, he's got Fieldy from Corn. Get a little mm. click and rattle with that low end. I like that. I like that. Drums, Morgan Rose from yeah. Seven Dust. Totally. Very good. Very versatile. A lot of power and also a lot of groove and brings backing vocals. He sure fucking does. His wild card option, Sid Wilson from Slipknot. DJ Keys programming, random noise. Gotta have that. Keep on rolling, baby. Thank Keep you. on rolling, baby. Matt, we got an email from Steven. Steven's subject is... I'm on Accelerator. I'll set fire to your car for you to find it late. Hello. Hello. 
Howdy, Roach Coach, longtime listener, occasional reply guy. I feel it would be remiss of me not to inform the pod that we got n- a new one here. Ooh, I'm going to pull it up, but we're talking specifically about uh, Nova Twins, Playfair. Um, all right, all right, I'm in. Um, okay. Here's the description. Here we go. We got angst. We got rapping. We got grinding low-end bass and guitar. We got a video set in a top-secret military facility. And above all, we got a massive tune about trashing someone's beloved 1960s Ford Fairlane. All right, let's take take a listen. Here's Nova Twins' Playfair. We're in the bunker right now. So we have some plot here. Commencing experiment. Stand by. That is a hot one. Let me say, I'm already a Nova, Nova Twins fan. Big fan. I think they're great. The record's great. And, um, yeah, they bring the heat here. So, yeah, this is top notch. Thank you, Steven. Enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, Matt, how'd you feel about it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I, I am not on the Nova Twins tip yet. So I appreciate the I appreciate the wreck. All right, and uh, we got a message from Chad Radical. Love Chad. He said, well, I asked you to do it, so I'll play along. He's talking about creating the ultimate new metal group. He says, I go Jared on vocals, Max on guitar, Fieldy on bass, John Dolmayan on drums, and for the wild card, it's a toss-up between DJ Star's Scream of Slipknot and all the jizz from Relative Ash. Ah, <laughs> uh, Relative Ash. Relative Ass. Oh, boy. Wow. Uh, see? Oh, man. All that jizz. All that jizz. Ah, uh, thank you, Chad. Matt, we did an episode all about Broham. Sure we did. We did, and we got some incredible feedback. Gareth Davies said, so this was like a trip back to crazy town. Murked out is basically back in black, but with a turd in your mouth instead of a hit in the sack. Thumbs up for me. (laughs) Uh, Most more concerning, though, I have a Spotify playlist where I stick the absolute worst songs I come across and Hubba Rock made the list. 
Here's the kicker though. I dragged it into my worst songs playlist and when I checked later, it wasn't there, which means it's somewhere else in my library just waiting to rear its ugly head at the least appropriate moment. Definitely looking forward to that. This is Gareth's way of letting us know that he may have accidentally put Hubber Rock on his sex playlist. Oh, shit. Oh, man. That's going to be real tough when that pops up. <laughs> Listen, just just when it happens, when it, Gareth, when it happens, just hit the bricks, buddy. Just hit the bricks. Just just, just get out of just be just like, get out of town. I'll see myself out. <laughs> just, just, here's what you do. If it comes on your sex playlist, what you need to do is put your clothes back on. Yeah. Leave the house. Yep. Leave town. And I know what you're thinking, Lauren, I live there. No, you've got to no, leave town. You don't live you there anymore. Stay. You don't live there anymore, buddy. You don't live there anymore. You got to leave that town. You got to go. I w- you know, some might say, next town over, mm, you put Hubba Rock on the sex playlist. You're going to need to go at least two towns over. Now, you're probably saying, Lauren, family, friends, loved ones, they're gone now, buddy. You put Hubba Rock on your sex playlist. Yep, it's over. Sorry, buddy. It's over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, good luck to you. Good luck to you. Godspeed. Tough housing market out there right now. All right. Timothy John Henderson comes in with, you guys were on point with the comedy with this up. Uh, had me laughing a lot. Love to hear that. Love it. Thank you, Timothy. Brianna Wolf says, I'm not done listening to the episode yet, but only a few songs in. I can only assume that it was the devil on the cover who suggested doing this. Oof. 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 If anyone can make it happen, it's the devil hottie. That's true. Oh, okay. I remember Brougham now. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you'd get there eventually, Matt. Uh, yeah. It, it, the, the, the wick was lit, but it finally blew up. <laughs> uh, Jack Price comes in with, it never ceases to amaze me, the depths at which the rabbit hole of new Rex goes. <laughs> Yet here we are. Never heard of this one. But after this app, I'd be safe in saying that it's not for me. Can very much tell why it's lost in the thick of it. But hey, at least they stayed true to the hotties to notties ratio. Very clutch. Very clutch move to stay true to that hotties to notties ratio. You got to stay true to it, especially if you're in Broham. I need a dirigible of notties and a barge of hotties. That's right. That's right. That's right. One's floating one way and one's floating the other way uh steven bedford said the turntable scratches in the opening song have me weeping what an incredible find thank you roach coach steven you're welcome elric writes in with all music seriously used to have a hard on for these guys (laughs) (laughs) this album would be their top recommendation on the page of every new band I, and that's, of course, a new band. I saw this album cover more on their site than anywhere else. They must have had some skin in the game with these guys. I believe that all music is run by both of their mothers. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. Mm, so they were mm. like, yeah, that's why. Jeffrey Thomas says, at one point, I was getting Bible verses yelled at me by a drunken sexist who got fired from his one decent gig. It felt like Thanksgiving sitting next to my uncle all over again. And then he said, that's just a joke, by the way. I like Snake River Conspiracy. And he apparently wrote all of Sonic Jihad, a lot more than just helping to start third. Can I graduate? I blind. R.I.P. Jason Slater. Mm. It's very true. Listen, the guy helped get Third Eye Blind going. For that, forever thankful. Forever thankful. 
And uh, over on Instagram, we got a few messages about this episode. Chester Field King said, Some scumbag gave 14-year-old me the cassette demo of this in the parking lot of Nassau Coliseum after Family Values 99. What a piece of shit. Wish I still had it. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of do, too. That's an incredible comment. Like, there is... There's a lot going on there, Chester, and I, I appreciate the comment. Thank you. Nicholas Arthur writes in, this type of episode is kind of the reason I started listening. Who else is going to dunk on new metal albums I vaguely remember seeing but never actually listened to? Albums like this are such a weird time capsule. As much as I like hearing an album, I like getting into the canon. These are more fun. Always look forward to these. Thank you, Nicholas. Jim Haney, perhaps, said 7th grade LMAO, awesome app. And Biscuit Pilled uh, comments in with just called Lauren Young J.R.R. Tolkien on the count of all the dank nugs he's puffing. Happy 420, Lauren! 420, baby! You know, you know what I did on you know what I did on 420, Matt? What did you do? I went and I got my yearly physical. Oh yeah, take and that. I, I went into my yearly physical, and this is fucking true. This guy said, Lauren, you're healthy as hell. Healthy as hell. You've lost 10 pounds since last year, which I could not believe. I was like, for real? He's like, yeah. And then he's listing off all of my stats. And he said, your cholesterol? Perfect. What this means is, you're not getting rid of me, baby. I'm healthy as a horse. (laughs) Roll it in. This podcast ain't stopping, baby. And this horse likes new metal. That's right. (laughs) All right, Matt, we're going to close out the show with another list. It's Andrew Wolf's Rochamendations Part 2. Rochamendations Part 2. Last week, or in the last Who's Tweeting episode, we listened to Conform. This week, Matt, who are we listening to? We're listening to Lordis with their song, Dead Drop. Listen to the whole song. Listen to the oh, whole song. We got okay. it. We're going to leave this episode. We're listening to this whole song. We're going to listen to this whole song. Because I was worried there for a minute, Matt, because at first, and I think you and I are both lined up on this, at first it sucks. 
Well, first, I'm not going to lie to you. I was like, okay, I, I never heard of Lourdes. Kind of no. got that Casio drum beat thing going. Didn't know if it was going to go in a juggalo direction. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. I did not know. This is not a commentary on Lourdes. This is just, you don't know anything about this band. This comes in, and you're looking, you're grasping. You're grasping. Mm-hmm. But then he starts to scream a little bit more, and I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no. This is not going in a juggalo direction. And then fucking those guitars kick in. The chunk, chunk, chunks come in. And I'm like, and the screams work together. I'm fucking excited. I wanted a little bit more of a... And that's why I got to listen to the whole thing. We were a minute 22 into a three minute and four second song. So we had to stop. But I'm there. I'm fucking in. I'm liking this. This is pretty good to me. What do you think, Lauren? Like I said, at first I thought it sucked. But when those guitars kicked in, I said, okay, maybe this doesn't suck. Because those guitars, I mean, that's some chug. That's That's some hardcore chug. chug. That's some hardcore chug. Uh, which is what which is what we want, and so yeah, I definitely agree with you, Matt. I do need to hear this entire song, um, but uh, that if that chug continues, then I'm definitely interested in hearing more from uh, everybody in Lourdes, or is Lourdes just a guy? We don't know. We, we don't know. Don't know. We don't know, man. We don't know. Um, but all right, our interest is peaked, and that's what you want, Andrew Wolf. Thank you for sending us that more. As we work our way through this list throughout, I don't know, throughout the summer, into the fall. I don't know how many are on this list. It's long. It's a good list. Good list, though. And uh, believe it or not, that does bring us to the end of another episode of Roach Coach. Thank you so much for listening. Keep on saying hello to us online. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You can find us on all of those. Or you can send us an email, roachcoachpodcast at gmail.com. That's coach with a K. And... um you know what? Just just let us know. If and if you're a fucking weirdo, hey man, living an offbeat life, that's good. Keep living it, baby. And there's a website for you. It's called WhatCulture.com. They got a whole tab just for the offbeat shit. Gotta love it. Live it, man. Gotta love it. Live it. And until next time, Matt. Thank you, Lauren. Thank you, Jenny. Jenny. Thank you. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye.